You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. Our local businesses are the backbone of our local community. Even in this connected world, you might find that exactly what you're looking for is right here already. Start with the shop around the corner. Today we have a new presenter for Kiama Community Radio, Joe Patterson. So here we are at Emergence this morning to speak to Tony Panopoulos. Tony runs this wonderful venture called Emergence and that name is really significant, I think. It's about allowing people to emerge in many different ways. Would you like to tell us a bit about that, Tony? Emergence Yoga, Mm -hmm. it's a business that I bought but I was originally part of the process of it becoming Mm -hmm. Emergence. It was my, my yoga studio and we were on Manning Street back then. People probably remember upstairs on Manning Street. Emergence also emerged after I bought it because 12 months after I bought it, we actually had to find a new premise because the building we were in was getting knocked down mm. and suddenly it's like, oh no, what do we do here? And So um, you came to this I actually came to this space here looking for just space to rent off the person who was running it and found that the place was boarded up like there was no one here and I was empty you know I walked up the street and ran into some people who said to me oh I hear you're looking for somewhere that place that they've left it's actually vacant and I'm like oh there you go there's flow straight away (laughs) And, and it's funny I rang the agent and said oh look I'd like to rent that space because we're looking for somewhere. And the agent said to me, oh, no, that's actually, there's someone in there. And I said, well, actually, no, there isn't. And they're like, yes, there is. And it's funny, that same agent rang me a week later and said, do you still want that space? <laughs> they didn't even know these people had gone. So here we are and yeah, here you came are, in and renovated it and changed the modelling a bit and changed our approach to things. Obviously the right move because we've managed to get through the things so that have happened. You mentioned they're renovating. That's one thing I noticed. Here we are in this beautiful studio. And you've got those fantastic, the pranava, the, the yoga sign, you might call it. Yeah, there yeah, on the one lotus side of the world. And, and the, the lotus, uh, the om, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a bit about the significance of those. The Om symbol is the sound of the universe and mm-hmm. our oneness with everything around us and, mm-hmm. and how everything flows from everything else stepping into that energy and then flowing with everything around you and being able to help that flow being part of that flow Mm. and not being an outsider as it were from everything Mm. that's going on around us and that's very much what happens here isn't it yeah you you include everybody courses for all sorts of different people well yeah that's our attitude and when we came to this new space originally at the old space when i bought it it was about yoga for everyone and then when we came here we expanded that and included a place of expression people come in to express themselves we open the doors for anything mm. and everything so people can come here and express themselves mm. whether it's it's yoga or craft workshops or the fact that they're sharing their their energy their talents with everyone mm. in the community word emergence again <laughs> yeah so you yourself are a teacher aren't you of yoga i started my yoga journey because i'm a tradesman have been for 30 years hence the painting yes yeah i'm a <laughs> yeah. painter by trade the renovating came very naturally to me, so I knew yeah, I was in the right place. Job. And I surprised myself with some of the artwork, the, the om and the lotus and all the rest of it. It just came out and there's a tree of life in there. There's yin and yang symbols but they're upstairs. Done. 
I got into yoga seven years ago due to a bad back, a tradies back, they think (laughs) they call it, and just was amazed at the difference and got into yoga slowly over a few years and started doing workshops with a community that was emergence back then. And then suddenly the business came up for sale and I thought, well, yeah, why not? But I thought I'll approach it from a consumer point of view, like being the client. But I found that becoming a teacher would have been beneficial to the business because I could actually help out. You run your own yin class, don't you? Yes. With yin yoga, it's an area that has drawn me. And I did my initial training in the classic Hatha style. Mm. But I found that I kept leaning towards the slower, the yin, the restorative. Anyway, even when I teach my Hatha, people will notice that it's on the slow side rather than the fast side. But the ability to relax and release tension from the body is the most difficult, but the most beneficial thing to do. Through yin, you're opening up the opportunity to do that because you're holding your poses longer. You're looking to relax deeper into the body to stretch things out, which also makes the yoga more accessible to more people because it's less technical, less stressful. And and they're getting that benefit even on a subconscious level. It takes a little while to realize that benefit. That ability to stretch and mm. relax and, mm. and let go is the power yeah. of yoga. So that's, so. <laughs> that's pretty popular, the yin class, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, especially my workshops. I do a workshop once a month on a Sunday evening where I do it's a two-hour workshop where I do an hour and a half of yin and then we do a half hour of yoga nidra, which is that total relaxation, letting go. and Yeah, literally. <laughs> my lost property is testament. They're floating out of the place. <laughs> <laughs> So I started that once a month on a Sunday because my regular yin class is on a Friday morning and a lot of people can't get to that. So I expanded it to the the Sunday evenings and it's very popular, perfect way to end a weekend. Five till seven, so it's before dinner. Basically, we stretch them out for an hour and a half and then we we let them tap into their subconscious when their body's fully relaxed. We have some very powerful results. Mm. It's just a guided meditation. Yoga Nidra, they say 10 minutes of Yoga Nidra is like two hours of sleep. Very, very powerful way to relax the mind-body continuum. And Another thing that I notice you have is a community class, which is just $5. On a Wednesday evening, we've brought in a community class, 6 till 7 p.m. And that came when I did my, and I'm going to give a plug here to Byron (laughs) Yoga Center, but I did my training up there, fantastic facility. I did the intensive. I was there for 20 days, did 200 hours in 20 days, so 10 hours a day. Very intense. But a great way to do it because Mm. you just get there and you do it. And Mm. the world gets shut out. It's a fantastic thing. Mm. And what they did is they had a $5 class that Mm. us as students then could practice on the public in the afternoons. And it would be just people from the area coming in. A lot of the staff in the facility would take advantage of that $5 Mm. class. And we had guinea pigs to practice on it. It was really funny because it'd be a group of us and we'd do like three poses each and it was like a tag team. When I came back, I thought, what a great concept. Concept, And so I developed the Wednesday evenings as an evening where any trainee teachers we may have, anyone Mm. wanting to come in and practice Mm. their yoga teaching could come in and by doing a $5 class, the money is for the center and they just come in and do their thing. So it has a double benefit. Yeah, exactly. And then if I don't have any trainees, I run the class myself. It's been very beneficial because it opens it up. I've had instances where it's the grandmother, mother, daughter combination in the one class. It's fantastic. That's cost them $15. And that's really important at this time when people Mm. really need to be able to come to some sort of calm stillness. 
what's been your biggest challenge? The past 18 months with COVID and I was talking to my teachers when this first happened. Our initial lockdown mm. was for three months. And I remember saying to my teachers, look, this is going to be very important when we reopen because there are going to be a lot of people struggling and a lot of mm. mental health issues. We're going to be called upon to provide a place where people can just come and be and relax and have no pressure on them to mm. bend a certain way or do this or do that or they can just be themselves. Because there is no right and wrong. There is only our personal truth. Also, knowing that my personal view on wrong mm. is that I find I grow spiritually quicker when I get things wrong. Because yeah. if I'm getting things right all the time, nothing, you don't grow. there's nothing to work on. There's, nothing, yes. there's no growth. And if you look at spirituality as a whole, it's mm. about growth. So by getting things slightly wrong, that's going to speed the process up. We have great variety here. Tai Chi, adult ballet, Pilates, different forms of yoga, all the different workshops mm. so that people can get exposed to more things. And certain things people will find, something might not work for them today, a form of yoga or, or something else might not be right or work for them today. But in a few months' time, will work. And then that shows them that they've changed and they've evolved and suddenly this does work for them. And so they need to try all the different things and experiment. The first thing you learn is mm. that the learning never ends. So the more we practice it, the more we expose ourselves to it, the more used to it we get and the more able we are to evolve. If you suddenly had a lot more money to spend, I mean, you clearly must have already done a lot of that. <laughs> What would you do? What would you spend it on? I'd work out a way to use it to make it more available to people and maybe mm. have more community-type classes. I never came into it as a money-making venture. I'm happy for it to just cover <laughs> its expenses and be. And to me, emergence is emergent. Yes. I'm its caretaker. I'm benefiting from it. I'm helping it evolve, but it's itself. So then if extra money was available, then I would ask emergence to show me how best to use it. You put that out there and ask for guidance from the universe. It'll, it'll yeah. soon show you yes. exactly what you need to be yes. doing. So Tony, you're not retired? No, not oh. yet. I, in my head, I've, I guess I'm semi-retired, if that you're makes sense. Very busy for a semi-retired. Physically, I know many years of being a tradesman and doing the same thing. Certain body parts are worn out, so I'm not able to do Painting what I've done up. for 30 years. The painting, the, the shoulders and things. I do other things. I have a background in the building games. A few yeah. years away from retirement, but I'm sure the universe will provide. And, and that's what I'm finding when you get your energy right and you're providing something nice and the universe provides. Things seem to happen to keep it all going. And you're yes. like, okay, I'm obviously meant to be here. So just keep it going. <laughs> On a very small level, I really know this to be true. Years ago, I did the Camino walk in Spain. There was a saying that the Camino will provide. So we're going along the path. I'd lost the zipper off my sleeping bag. Very small. <laughs> so that was on the path, a zipper that fitted mine. That's very the universe small. talking to you and saying, yes, you're doing the right yeah. thing. Keep going. Yeah. And there's always those symbols. Once we're open yeah. to it, that's your synchronicities and they're all around us. When we choose to do something and we're unsure and we ask the universe and say, I'm in the right place, it'll show you very quickly. We're all on our journey. We're all on our soul's journey. My realization out of all this, and you know, I'm in, on this journey as much as everyone else, is that there's only one soul that we have power over, and I use power in inverted commas, is our own.
We can make choices yes. so we can influence because we're all connected. If we can help and save our own, we're doing the same for everyone else, if that makes sense. We almost have an obligation to go on our path, to follow, to find our truth, to then help everyone else find yes. their truth or yes. make it easier. The fact that we have the conviction and the strength that we can do that, then it makes it easier for everyone else to do the same. Well, Tony, you've certainly provided the space in which to be able to do that. You've provided a space that is very calm and supportive to everything that you are trying to do and the teachers of all the other different modalities that you have here. Thank you for providing this opportunity today, ah, Joe. Well, and, um... I've enjoyed it very much. It's been great okay. talking with you. Kiama Community Radio. For the community, by the community. Join us next time when we talk some more to the guys who run the shop around the corner. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kiama Community Radio.